0: don't feed the trolls where we debate without the hate you've heard it a million times uh we say stuff like that to start out the show some clever little rhyme uh but today we're talking with matt carter from the bad christian podcast uh who longtime listeners might remember from episode 23 yeah i know you remember the numbers of every episode we've done (laughs) (laughs) called a long middle uh he's gonna come by and talk about some drama uh but more importantly, uh, a conference, Bad Christian Conference, Matt. That yeah. That you are. That Matt. Matt. That you. Well, there's so many Matt's on this. We're going to get confused. I'm already confused. <laughs> um, Matt McDonald, you. Aren't you, like, running the whole thing and you didn't even know?
1: No, I'm not. I
0: was, yeah, I was asked
1: to, to, to be there to moderate a group. It's uh, it's in Nashville, so I'll see you. We'll be down there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but Don't Feed the Trolls is on the uh, schedule as as for doing a live podcast. So
2: Yeah, I didn't know that. Didn't <laughs> so know you that. have
1: to be there, too. Yeah, it's called it. uh, the Bad Christian Conference, or BC Con as they've been calling it. Um, and um, it's their first confer- conference event, so... Uh, they just threw it together kind of last minute in Nashville, and it sold out yeah. really fast. So it's kind of based on the concept of a post-Christian future, which we'll ask Matt Carter about. Um, we'll also ask him about recent serious allegations, quote unquote, leveled at their podcast <laughs> and community and just uh, social media outrage in general. It seems like when whenever yeah. there's, a, there's a conference of any sort, um, there, there's a faction of people who are um hyper aware of the representation of different groups at the conference and so um uh, they announced like the first few speakers and they were male and then there was a bunch of drama that ensued online so we'll get into that with uh with matt and get his take on all that uh but first we have some new patrons to welcome
0: oh yeah thanks for supporting the show we appreciate it every week uh it's awesome you guys have an option now to purchase bitcoin or support our show and <laughs> bitcoin's really cheap too so
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> a hard chosen, choice
0: and you've chosen correct you've purchased both you supported the show <laughs> and you got some bitcoin but welcome jenny newfield and seth wallace thank you guys for supporting the show um as always you can head up Hit up patreon.com slash don't feed the trolls. Support us with one coffee a month. Five bucks gets you lots of good vibes. And it helps Matt and I continue to be motivated to talk to these microphones about a bunch of junk. Exactly. Uh, but uh but now we're big time. I don't know if you know this, but we're gonna be at a conference talking about <laughs> talking about all kinds of stuff. So Yeah, we, we just are-
1: found out that, you know, this stuff happens even behind our backs because, you know, it's it it's just you know this beast is out of control at this point.
0: Oh yeah, we're big time. Um, um, speaking
1: of Bitcoin, Nate, uh, how about yeah. a little update on our last podcast about Bitcoin that recently yeah. came out last week? Um, we yeah. recorded that a little bit, you know, like a few weeks ago, and um, and a lot has changed on the cryptocurrency horizon. Yesterday, no, it's you perfect. Know, it's perfect. I, I checked my uh, yeah, it's everything's fine. It's fine. I checked my uh, my block folio or whatever my, port, my my Bitcoin and cryptocurrency portfolio, and there was blood everywhere. In the marketplace, <laughs> everything was red, and uh, and so all the Bitcoin and our Bitcoin and altcoins kind of plunged like 30 percent. Some as much as fifty.
0: Some of the some of the small coins. So yeah, Nate, how you doing? Oh man, I think it's a great time actually for the podcast to come out because if this if this podcast episode came out like two weeks ago and everyone on this podcast bought into Bitcoin, um, they would have experienced their you know their first big market fluctuation. <laughs> so ideally, this came out. You got oh time to buy. If you buy now, it's pretty much the bottom of the barrel, and then next, <laughs> next, next projection is like twenty five grand. So don't you worry out there, exactly, troll starvers. You are right where you need to be.
1: Yeah, and if you get rich because we gave you a hot tip that that Bitcoin is cheap and you should buy now, you should probably just tip us. We'll leave a little uh, uh Bitcoin tip address in our uh in the. Yeah, description. has anyone tipped you yet, Matt? No,
0: I've never gotten a bitcoin tip. Man, if you got it, if you yeah, if we get a bitcoin tip, we are just going to what are we going to do? Are we going to buy some some more tron? What are we going to
1: do? <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to be we're going to feel very valued. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: we are. So go to uh go over to our last podcast, you can see our bitcoin address in the description. Well, we'll put it in this one too cuz why not? If everyone's yeah, getting
1: can, into it, and you know, yeah, I don't know, blockchain might replace Patreon. Who
0: knows? Exactly, dude. Hey, <laughs> let's do it. Blockchain, Patreon, blockchain, no Patreon.
1: Exactly. You, no, no fees, no middleman. Well, you know, sometimes it's
0: fees, but uh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. No, I think they just pay themselves in coin. That's how they do it. Well, how, uh,
1: how you doing personally? How would you handle the uh, the bloodbath? Did you did you double down on some coins or? What uh, happened yeah, there? I mean, yeah, I mean.
0: Well, word on the street is the Winklevoss twins. The day after the biggest Bitcoin crash, I think you call them
1: the the Winklevi. The Winklevi plural. plural.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Winkles. uh, The Winkles bought like two million Bitcoin the day after the biggest uh, crash. Two million. either 2 million bitcoin or 2 million worth of bitcoin i don't know i didn't i read the article fast there's no remember. way
1: they could have they would have like oh, gosh they would have 10% of the market
0: yeah but i mean like they bought no 2 million dollars worth of bitcoin yeah that would have been that would have been cuz there's only 16 million out there uh yeah so they the the smart people know that when everything is crashing and everything is down that's when you come in and uh so right unless it, you if, unless you don't know that
1: it's not bottom yet and then you buy in and then it goes yeah even lower. but
0: I mean if it's the <laughs> bottom bottom's 10 bottom seven and if the top's 25 this year 35 you're doing fine percentage wise right so so you never know when the bottom is you never know when the top is but let's just Put this out there, Matt. Bitcoin's not going anywhere. It's not. For all you people out there with extreme fud, fud, <laughs> fear, uncertainty, doubt, doubt. Get used to it. Right. This this I whole have, podcast, I feel like it's been leading to this moment. Like we're
1: all about fighting fud in our lives, right? The fear, definitely. uncertainty, and doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Fud fighters. Fud fighters.
0: Yeah. Matt's new side project. Check check the Kickstarter. It's out now. He's gonna make. FUD fighters Some (laughs) great songs for kids (laughs) About fighting FUDs
1: Growing up in a world of FUD And fighting against
0: it It's going to sound a lot like If Dave Grohl did a kids project (laughs) This is what it's going to be called FUD fighters Check it out FUD fighters Matt's going to launch it soon (laughs) Is someone getting the best The best The best (laughs) The best of you Oh I love it Yeah exactly (laughs) Yeah,
2: the pain there's is so real. Many,
0: there's so many, you know, uh, I was just trying to think of something funny to sing to Monkey Ranch. And there's so many. <laughs> there's so many great kids. I songs don't want to
1: be your fudding ranch. <laughs> it's, it's, all right. Well, but, that's but yeah,
0: a, <laughs> but that's one thing, Matt. You know, Christy, your wife uh, definitely wants you to have another hobby so yeah she
1: needs more she needs me to do more stuff that doesn't pay the bills
0: (laughs) (laughs) and we say that a lot because matt you and i have that in common we get sucked down rabbit holes all the time yeah very uh, very
1: unprofitable rabbit holes yeah. Troll holes. <laughs> Troll holes. <laughs> Troll holes. Yeah, well, well, we, we keep going though. You know, we're keep we're we're doing. We're on our 89th official episode. We've got like 20 or 30 yeah. episodes yeah. in 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 Patreon. I'm just talking about the rabbit hole of this podcast. It's been Definitely. um it's been awesome to to have that kind of fortitude and and, you know, really put some time into this project. And we really appreciate everybody who supports it because it makes the rabbit hole a little less uh, worthless to our wives, so appreciate you guys. Well, Nate, are we ready to uh, to to bring on uh, our guest?
2: All right, what's is. up? What's up, guys? Can you hear me? Are you guys capable of doing a podcast after you've lost so much money in Bitcoin in the last 24 hours? (laughs) We were just talking about it. We were just just, talking about it. I'm still up, baby. I'm still up. Nate is... What
0: did you get in at, Nate? uh, I got in in November.
2: At what price? Well, that's hard to... (laughs) Even you didn't have some old coins up. from when they were 300 bucks though. Or oh, no, I wish, man. I wish I, I, I was all over it back then. I was, I watched it every day between 200 and 400. I looked at it all day, not all day, every day but I looked at it literally every day, had an app, followed it, and just never really got around to, to, to buying it. But I was How gonna, much? I would have bought four or five coins at, at 400 bucks. I just oh man, happened not to. Yeah. So I've been, I was following it for way back then. Are you it was, into it now? Nope. I've, oh. I've been telling people once it drops below ten, I might get in. It but just even dropped now, I, today. I, I, yeah, it just. I still did don't today. think it's good to get into. I still think it's a money loser.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love the skepticism. I think. I think loser oh, yeah. is a good word to describe what's going to happen in about
2: five years. Everyone's going to be like,
0: "Damn, I'm a loser." It's possible.
2: I just think there's more that can go wrong than can go right. I mean, the 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 up scenario when it could be a hundred thousand, that's a scenario, no doubt. But there's lots of other scenarios too. That's all. That's true. I definitely don't think you should
0: hold all just Bitcoin. Buy a house, mm-hmm. buy some stocks, put your money if in you, a portfolio. If anybody has more and- than ten
2: percent of their investment in Bitcoin, and they're an investor, there no, I mean, no real investor has more than a few single digits percentage of their portfolio in crypto. I mean, right? No, no reasonable investor would. Well, we shall see
1: with the CME futures and stuff going on. It's uh, it's a, uh, it's it's going to be a weird couple
2: months, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. No, it's exciting. I love it. I mean, I'm I'm into it. But I love watching people play roulette just as much as I like playing roulette. I like to keep the stakes low, personally. <laughs> but it's fine to play around. I mean, it's totally fine to play around with hundreds of dollars and that feels like great. the most
0: risky type of gambling is roulette like uh yeah it's like well, what's I mean, the it's, what's the future it's of like 40
2: percent it's like 40 percent odds you know 60 40 house it, favor what's but, the I mean,
1: adoption yeah. rate of roulette <laughs> how many more people are going to start joining roulette that you can win money off of <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right well so yeah we'll just start since we last uh talked to you um which was a long time ago i think it was like 80 weeks ago in podcast not part. in real
2: life but on the podcast not, yeah, not, not the in podcast real life yeah, so yes on the podcast right.
1: yeah um The Bad Christian podcast is kind of blown up and uh Yeah, you went pro, man. You went pro.
0: You were were just in the minor leagues last time we talked to you. We're
1: watching you we're watching you now on video because you have good Mm -hmm. internet because you're pro now. And and you're in a you're in an actual office and it has a nice background and a backdrop and you've got an assistant, Reva, behind Mm -hmm. you and she's working tirelessly. And, and David mm-hmm. Bazan hates you and everything That's is not true. <laughs> <laughs> everything is going so well for you guys. Uh, it seems like the, the, the BC club, your, your kind of online mm-hmm. community of support has been growing and, and active.
2: What do you attribute that stuff to? do you think? Well, I'll, I'll clarify two things. The most important thing about my studio that you are discussing here is this table that I built. I see the so table and I've seen the picture. That's the most yeah, important yeah. thing. Good work. Uh, and then the second thing is Dave Bazan doesn't hate me. He loves me and is trying to hold me accountable the way <laughs> that he knows how. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a good... That's a good positive perspective.
0: I don't know why. That's what I think. I don't know why you don't hold the same positive perspective about Bitcoin, but we can talk about that later. Um, (laughs) Well, hold on, hold on. So, so, so
1: what, like, just real quick, what do you, why do you think your podcast is doing so well? You think you're just better than Uh. us?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's that table, Matt, it's that
0: table. (laughs) The table.
2: No, the thing about it is, I mean, of course, there's no way to know. I mean, it's like, Tons of times there's a band that'll blow up, that'll be a surprise, or a podcast, or a TV show, and it just couldn't be calculated like what that's going to be. But if you roll the dice enough times, certain things are just going to resonate, and it's always going to be an accident. It's almost like an evolution, you know, like how many podcasts and ideas and people trying to do a thing don't make it, and sometimes it's just the right... It's like the right uh, shape fits in the right hole and it's it's going to happen sometimes, but it's not something that's necessarily calculatable. So it just happens to be what we already are or we're doing fits just right at the right time in a way. With kind of the culture and the movement and the changing Mm -hmm. and all that. I did.
0: I did listen to last week's episode and I really enjoyed it, by the way. Which one? Which one? The one with the Shaq author.
2: Oh yeah, that was a really good one. Oh, you had William Paul Young on? Yeah, he was great. But yeah, really, it was really good, good. I was solid. Yeah. yeah, for a heretic, but that's cool. So right, Not only are
0: we friends, but I do listen to your
2: podcast from well, time to time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. But I think there's another big element that makes our podcast work that is just I, I feel pretty strongly that there <clears throat> this is basically what I always think of it at if I had to think of what our podcast is like. It's there's a jungle out there and you somebody's got to go through it with a machete extremely low resolution and <laughs> just kind of cut a trail and clear out some elbow room like you've yeah. cu- grabbed a, a, a rebound and you got to clear out some space yeah. to, it has to be done everybody so that, wants to head so down that the mo- jungle but so that more know.
1: civilized people can come in and like set up some actual te- t- tents and huts and, yes. and
2: and build some civilization uh, right yeah and make a path and then a road and then a city or whatever right, it is but right. you got to get out there in the jungle and do the dirty work <laughs> And it's rough. It's rough work. And it's, you know, it, it's fun. We're, we're rough. Yeah. We're rough around yeah. the edges. And it's also thankless. And, yeah. But but you see, it seems
1: to be resonating with a lot of people is what I'm saying. It's like people are are drawn to whatever your brand of kind of brash um, and maybe maybe lowbrow humor, but also like <laughs> sincerely trying to trying to trying to figure out a better How much way, is- a better way to be.
0: How much of mm-hmm. is it is it just early adoption? Like, you got into podcasting when it was only 450 bucks a coin, and now... Mm-hmm. Now you guys have been around for a while, and your stock has increased. Yeah, and before, yeah, well, and
1: before Nate makes everything about Bitcoin
0: on this whole conversation.
2: <laughs>
0: well, that hey, is part of it. It's a good it. analogy. I mean, <laughs> you gotta, you got to draw all, all the ends together.
2: Yeah, it is, but there's a bunch of things layered on top of that. So there's early adoption. Definitely, there's definitely. word of mouth there. And then once you get another function of being an early adopter on a thing that later becomes big, which there's the downside to that, which is you're an early adopter of something that doesn't ever take off. Now you've... Wasted time So if you early adopt something Like podcasting Or you get out ahead of other people Not only do you have that momentum Physically But you also Have longer time to process Develop the skill And be better You know We're at our 300th episode When yeah. a lot of people Are on episode one So I've got 300 episodes Of you know Instinct Definitely. Maybe You know So yeah. that, that the, they kind of, things kind of compound You know mm-hmm. And it seems what does Jesus like, say when somebody when you got something more will be added, right something like that yeah it yeah. seems like Basically. It seems like the, <laughs> those who have and I think and I think
0: the reason we the reason we brought you on this uh, podcast episode specifically to talk about something is when your podcast blows up and you get big, then also you get the trolls, you get the criticism, you get people saying all kinds of wacky things because now you're kind mm-hmm. of in the spotlight, easy target. So your success has turned into some. I don't know. You got some some road road roadblocks, road bumps, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, it always mm-hmm. seems
1: like you know you like you, you guys like in the band Emory over the years have just been having these conversations. Decide one day to record it. That kind of takes off, and then all these people who don't know who you are or, wh- or what sort of journey you're on, uh, they're, they they suddenly have to, you know, they're looking over, going, "Who's that? What's that about?" And then they hear you say something, and they're like, "Wait, what the? F- what do you?" Right. They're, and then they make judgments and it seems like on online there's there's been a lot of like kind of like blowback heat from from different people who are concerned about uh, you know offended by your conversations or um, mm-hmm. offended by the BC Club perhaps rightly so um, what's your take on like on like haters <laughs>
2: <laughs> well I mean in referencing the most recent event that is something I mean my the main way that I feel about it is I, I'm not worried about it. At all. And I'm not worried about me at all. I, I do worry about, uh, I, I feel like I can am a big boy, and, <laughs> but I, I don't, you know, I put myself out there. Like, this is the whole point. I, I mean, the fact that there's pushback or, you know, even allegations, which is quite exciting to have, um, <laughs> Even that is something that I would that just like it mean or have a hit piece written about you. That less stuff you hear about people that are doing really well get. I mean, so I, I mean, if it, it's a sign of being successful, the way I look at it, I right? Mean, I, of course, being I know from the get go that being as casual or authentic or real. As as I intend to be, that right. they will have consequences, and some of these are them. Yep. and so the bigger it gets, the more those will, will occur. But that also means that it, it's working out good. So yeah. I, don't, I see it as part and parcel to being successful. So it's like public public scrutiny kind of equates
1: to some level of success. It's like wow, people care enough right. to write write a sort of a hit piece,
2: mm-hmm. which we can get to. Um, right. So but yeah, I don't want any the the thing that I that. that that I'm uncomfortable with, for the most part, is other people, other people attached to us, associated with us, people that are fans of ours. They may not have so much experience in communication. Uh, they may not have totally worked out what they think and what what their thoughts are and how to act in a public sphere. So, if you take a casual listener and thrust him into some argument with Journalists and activists and podcasters and professional communicators that can get it can get sideways really fast and I don't I don't I feel bad for those people I mean that, right. that's, that's and that's a kinda, weird thing
0: we kind of saw that this week with that whole Aziz Ansari thing where like that mm-hmm. babe.com or whatever wrote a really bad piece on a serious subject mm-hmm. and was it a bad
2: piece and so but it's going to get pressed but it wasn't I mean so it's easy to attack it you know but it, it, it doesn't really belong in the big leagues of of sexual harassment you know but that's what i, mean? I think's kind of <laughs> well, going whatever. on i mean
0: that's what i think's kind of going on is you just got anyone and everyone thinking that mm-hmm. they're like some journalist and they're going to start going that's right the bad christian podcast is a full of misogynist men who don't know what the hell they're talking about and right. it's terrible and it's like Wait, wh- what like uh i i guess i just think it's frustrating that anybody you know everybody on twitter thinks that they're working for cnn now and uh it seems fun. <laughs> yeah it's, everybody's well, the, meeting in the middle i mean there's no doubt about they're the, working the highest
2: for, most yeah, things down to the lowest dummy and everybody's pretty much on the same plane right field now. that's okay but that's these are the consequences so I let's
1: look, catch our yeah. listeners up uh you, you stop me if i'm wrong about any of this you guys face some flack when you announce the conference the bc con in, in nashville which is going to be coming up here the 27th of january mm-hmm. Um, yep. so you announced a conference and uh the first few speakers that you announced were male. And uh some folks from the hashtag church two movement, maybe, mm-hmm. who, who maybe already don't like your podcast decided to tweet some dismissive. Wait, wait, co- wait,
0: wait. What's hashtag church two?
1: Church two is like a it's like the church version of me too. So like mm-hmm. it just kinda it's highlighting stories of church abuse that, that might have been suppressed. Right. Um I think it's I think so, it's a pretty so good idea,
2: speakers, to be honest.
0: But these speakers are well, these are just part activists. Of, part of the problem? No, activists. Or no,
2: no, no. We, we, we had three, the first three speakers that we had confirmed, we listed, and they happened to be male, but I mean, you can flip some coins yeah. and know how often it can come up three heads in a row, but right. whatever. Um, right. So, so anyways, they didn't like your podcast. They decided to tweet some
1: dismissive comments about the conference. You responded, said, hey, would you like to be a part of it? Um, and from my understanding, mm-hmm. they said, no. One of them said they wouldn't feel safe. Then a bunch of other people got involved and arguments ensued about the right. definition of safety. Some said yep. they were being harassed. Arguments ensued about the definition of harassment. Mm-hmm. Someone called Preston Sprinkle Alt Right, So more than,
2: more than one, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so can
1: you yeah, like, so what's what's, I, you what's know, your summary? I started of that? Out,
2: yeah, but I you know, it's just this is just uh it's just people on different wavelengths, and it just doesn't match up right, basically. So my in my view, the uh ladies that i asked to come they were they i, I just thought oh they misunderstand probably what we are I, anyway i'm in the middle of booking this conference i think they would make great guests that was not a combative thing i dm'd them first anyways i just was you know i just invited them i was like oh yeah i think you got the wrong idea church two is awesome i would love to hear about that let's do a talk and a panel at our conference about church two. right and then instead of responding to my dm they it was more, it went back public and it was, you know, I, I don't know what happened there, but I was it being was very, I assure you I was sincere and right. w- would like to have them come. Um, but it went a different way. And then uh, they said they wouldn't feel safe there. Which I accepted and then said, well, would you come on the podcast and even explain that? Because that's insane sounding to me. And it is insane sounding. Yeah. Th- because, and then it blew up after that. And it was other people that, that did the, har- it wasn't, I didn't harass anybody or anything. I not, I didn't even, I didn't escalate or anything. I was very calm as I'm normally in, in the Twitter exchange. So yeah. I didn't say anything weird or really get combative with anybody. But everybody else did quickly. And, you know, on many sides. But, uh, and it was ugly. It was horrible. And I I was like really str- I was really stressed about it like watching it unfold but I was pa- passive at that point once it kicked off it, I just I just sat back and watched it it was really man, it was upsetting but Yeah so you basically me, you just
0: really wanted to have a conversation you didn't really yeah. want to pre- present your opinion you're no. just like can we have a conversation no, about this
2: well yeah i wanted them to speak on the church 2 movement in the first place cuz i like it i think it's it, it is or was good i mean movements change over time but i, I was yeah. into it i thought that would be great but it seems um, odd that you can't even have a conversation if you you know if you disagree with somebody fully mm-hmm. it's like no i can't I, even, that was I can't even be in the same room right so well it was, so they they said brought they didn't think that they'd be safe but i don't know doesn't matter, but, um, so I was like, so then I just want to have a conversation about what that would be, and then they said they wouldn't even feel safe to come on the podcast, and after that, I dropped it, but other people I was like, really, you wouldn't feel safe talking to me in this you know, I was just trying to drill down on the definition of safety because it gets i mean, I don't know, like I think there's some different yeah. words we get yeah. it use gets there, pretty
1: amorphous, yeah, but i I think yeah. I think their claim think is the third, that, really. that essentially you know when when someone kind of sets a boundary. It's nobody's right to sort of infringe upon that boundary, which I, Mm -hmm. to some extent, I agree with. You know, it's not, it's not, you know, we shouldn't try to be coercive beyond someone saying, no thanks, I wouldn't feel safe. Like, you go, okay, that's fine. But I'm more uh, like, you know, I I more wanted to have a a conversation about, like, how do we get better without people's voices that are sharing a viewpoint? Um, If we just kind of, fracture off and we don't communicate yep. i don't see that leading anywhere well so that was kind yeah, of my
2: my take on it i'm a little lost there too but the the point is to me that it, it, all the, here's what was so weird about it is the argument was about i, I suppose it was about that preston sprinkle ha, is Homophobic in some people's views By his what his theology says Which I don't believe is true at all But even if that was your perception That was maybe the issue Now I'm affirming And our podcast And most of our podcast audience Is gay affirming And so what happened Was a giant Twitter fight It was very nasty I mean it really was nasty And it was all between Almost entirely White Christian Ex-evangelical Affirming people. Right, that was the huh, almost the huh. only people involved in the whole argument and I was I was really devastated that in the grand scheme devastated might not be the right word. But in the grand scheme out of all the descriptions of a people and a people group my gosh this is the same group. This right. is the we're all exactly the same minus yeah. a tiny tiniest yeah. thing of what we say, you know, some affirming white post evangelicals.
1: If that yeah, if what, a narrow group. Along.
2: Yeah, and that think? includes Science Mike and me and Dave Bazan and these the church two ladies and most of the BC Club and the right. evangelical group and the the stuff Christian culture likes. I, I think it's the same group to me. Right. It's a very, very, very narrow. Yeah, anybody else in the world would identify all of us as the same exact thing, right? I mean, if you to, right. zoom
0: out, if you zoom out, yeah. definitely, for sure. There's yeah. not even – there's so many people that – I mean, I, you could say that about all of our podcasts. Like, even people who think they're super different. Oh, I listen to this podcast. Oh, I, I like Science Mike, but I don't like bad Christian podcasts. You know, it's like what? Like well, that's fair, but I mean, you, it's,
2: you can't pretend like it's not the, like literally. If you had to name a genre and say, you know, uh, is the sa- it's the same genre all the way down to the very nuanced things. It's You're just, just really yeah. getting into tiny hairs. Same, hair same genre, same can, yeah. genre, different style. Perhaps. But we yeah. saw
0: this with like music. You know, growing up as obviously. Being a fan of music and then getting into a band, people sort of they would say things that were crazy, like, "Oh, you like Smashing Pumpkins? Would never get near them. I'm going to the right. I'm going to the Pearl yeah, Pearl Jam right. concert."
2: That's, <laughs> you know? Hey, I got another one like that. You know, it's exactly that is what people do. And McDonald, you do this. Lunsford does this. Everybody does this playfully, but it seems not playful, if you think about it, when people argue about fast food versus if you like or hate In-N-Out, oh, yeah, for yeah. instance. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like, of course, if nobody ever hyped up In-N-Out and you just randomly ate the burger, you'd say, it's a fine burger, yeah. even if you didn't like it. Yeah. But the people that are reacting to the people saying how much they love In-N-Out right. will swear to God how much they hate that fucking In-N-Out. <laughs> it's the worst burger ever made. It's so is, tribal. It but it's so, like, so not true. It, it's just a way to push back against yeah. what you see somebody else doing well it's know? just like trying to
1: balance the trying to balance the narrative because some people are just like yeah, all about worshiping right. something and you want to take down mm-hmm. their god it's this that's innate right. innate tribal warfare that we have like still built into our DNA it's like it's screw you Bojangles biscuits aren't that good you know and then yeah. people come after me and, and then it's fun because it doesn't really mean anything but the thing is we're right. just acting out that's almost like practice for the other stuff we're actually arguing, arguing about and maybe yeah. it's I don't know it, it's sort of the I It can get really hairy if you're arguing about something serious
0: and not just fast food. Well, Well, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line with like friends, friends, and who you associate with? Because there's no way in hell that the people that were yelling at you guys
2: have and and are people yelling at them horribly. Yeah, yeah.
0: But the people who were saying, "Look, I don't feel safe in your space," there's no possible way that they don't have a friend right now that if they. Got a little tipsy, and they really explained that the things that they believe we're all on the same page. Their yeah, friends would no say doubt. something that's just as offensive, so it's almost like we're working ourselves into a position where you can't really even be friends with somebody because uh, you don't you don't agree with me. Ultimately, right? You're yeah. you're offensive, so I can't associate with you either. And mm-hmm. we're just we're just closing the doors left and right, and we I mean, that's just a well, really dangerous the, place it, to be.
1: It's the it's the whole concept of groupthink where where you everybody has to adhere to to. The group, as far as mm-hmm. you know, they, you sacrifice the individual for the for the group narrative, and if you step out of line, boy, do you get you know do you get taken out? So you you have to right. sort of act, you have to sort of lie if you don't actually agree with it, and you want to have a, a conversation, but you but you want to fit in, you have to lie to fit in, which is I think mm-hmm. pretty damaging to you have to our you society. have to at least
2: uh, you have to either lie, or a lot of people are dishonest like that, and they will lie to fit in, or a lot of people are just weak and malleable and, they and just, yeah. well-intentioned. They just like right. they're they're looking and to bring back to specifically what I mean about the jungle analogy, at that moment you're looking in the jungle and there's two roads that go on both sides of the jungle. Both of them are immoral, unethical fundamentalist roads in my opinion. Don't take but it's a lot easier than going through the jungle. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you could go around, but that means you have to go on that road with those people. Yikes! I'm yeah. not so sure about that. I'm willing to go through the jungle, but if some, if I think most people, need, most people don't want to go this way or that way to some extreme, right? But there's no good path through the jungle because everybody else is timid, or jungles, jungles, or messy. weak, so, yeah, dangerous. So dishonest, bad people will go one way or the other far, right. and then weak <laughs> people will, and then people that are just trying to fit in will sacrifice enough to to. So a lot of people, but I believe most people want to go more down the middle and be more, Speaky. you know, that way. But it's hard to do because. Uh, it's, uh, obviously, it's difficult. Right. Speaking
0: of the speaking of the jungle, this reminds me of last week. We had a similar argument on Twitter because there was a young black boy who had a shirt on that said something about the cutest monkey in the jungle <laughs> or whatever. Yeah,
2: yeah, I saw and that.
0: then even the mother of the child is like, "Look, you know, you guys are over you guys are overreacting to this a little bit." Um, mm-hmm. And then. The people on Twitter were blasting the mom like, "How dare your ignorance! How dare you yeah. step out of line!" Yeah, to, yeah.
1: to yeah. the
2: great ideology yes. so, that so we that, serve. Yeah, that so, bothers me. It really does because what, what I don't understand is um, the fundamentalists. Okay, so basically, I'm, I'm going to, and I, I don't haven't don't have this all worked out, but I'm I think of at least in terms of what Bad Christian intends to do or started out to do, ironically, is to fight fundamentalism and fight for freedom and authenticity and, you know, just that kind of thing. And so we were afraid that we would be in trouble for the way we speak and the language we use with the fundamentalist Christians, and we were <laughs> half right, yeah, you know, yeah. because— Initially it, you were. It, initially there and was that's, a huge and that's blowback, true. yeah. Yeah, but also fundamentalists on the left, same thing. They yeah. are very critical of use of language down to some way that is I, I just I cannot— I do not believe. I think it's wrong, and it's and, and, you know you're you're missing everything when you're trying to make it about an actual word or set of words or, or whatever versus the intent right. and trying to impose your rules on other people. And here's the here's where it gets weird. For the sake of an amorphous abstract group, and you're willing to in in order to say because I want to help women or because I want to help the church. The ends are gonna justify the means and I'm willing to hurt many individuals. Right. To help to help a group. To serve the group, yeah. But a group is I mean, that's not that's bad, that's wrong. I mean, right. I think it's unethical. I think yeah. it's an ethical miscalculation, is what I'm saying. Because it lacks how, nuance know, you, in, in,
1: in the concept of individual yeah. primacy, essentially.
2: Yeah. I mean you it, would you what would you hurt six individuals to put a tiniest drop in the bucket of like uh, okay, I guess our uh, group's better off or something But they're not even better off I don't even think you've helped the group In fact, I think fundamentalism, when it goes too far, hurts the group Oh it's yeah, like, absolutely we, we know that about the Westboro Baptist Church or Antifa or whatever They, they right. hurt the, they they cause people to yeah. want to fight The the, the reasonable people right. on their side yeah. You know what's and so funny? You you, know what's... You're hurting individuals on the other side To help your group But you're actually hurting your group too right. So that, that we have to fight this, this, you know what this I, kind of stuff
0: I, I kind of wanted to throw this out there To kind of like give an example Of what I think is a better way to handle this On your last podcast The author of The Shack Kept saying my people, my people, my people when he's mm-hmm. ref- When he was referring to Fundamental evangelicals He wasn't calling mm-hmm. them oh, those idiots over there, he was he was including himself in the group that he is getting mm-hmm. ostracized by. I love
2: that, too. That was so, beautiful, I thought.
0: Yeah, so I think that's a better way to handle this. Is like, mm-hmm. uh, you can tell where his heart is and how much he cares about those people because he's not demonizing them. And mm-hmm. I think that the, the easy thing to do on Twitter is to say, oh, I'm... Pro these things, and therefore I'm anti everything else. Well, because it's so instant, you can just snap
1: judge something based on its surface value. You don't have to actually do any research. Yeah, you know, you can just pile on. It's this whole kind of like mob mentality of like, oh, someone said something, and it's way out of context, or they're not adding some sort of rebuttal to it in the mix, and then other people just pile on, and and people's social lives get ruined. I mean, people, you know, a lot of it's it's like a trial by by uh, you know some
0: kangaroo court on Twitter, and but I, yeah, but, it,
2: it's dangerous. I but feel I don't like, think but.
0: people realize that once you've seen the light, right? Once you've gotten out of the cave and you've gotten out of the chains, the goal isn't to say "fuck you" and leave and go to mm-hmm. go off into the promised land. If you read, you know, you go back down into the cave and you try to get more people out of it. You can't mm-hmm. disassociate or leave and expect people to change. It's like I've heard right. so yeah. many wonderful stories on NPR over the years of people who have totally gone against the, the, the normal reaction. Like, one of them that sticks out is that guy, Daryl Davis. I don't know if you remember his story, but he was, like, a keyboardist. Um, he, he played with, like, Chuck Berry and Little Richard and all these other guys. He meets this KKK guy. He's a black guy. Yes, he, I heard that story. Yeah, yeah he exactly. meets this KKK guy at the at where he's playing, and then instead of going, fuck you, man, you're in the KKK, how dare you, and kicks him out of the... He, he befriends the guy, and then that guy invites him over to his house and then tons of guys quit the KKK because they start being friends with the black guy. And if you don't think that those powerful stories uh exist, they do every day. And it's not because we mm-hmm. go, "Oh, you don't believe what I believe, I'm out." It's like I'm going to I'm going to double down. I'm going to force myself into your life. Yeah. And and make you change the very
1: uncritical demonization of people on, on Twitter is definitely concerning. Well, okay. So I watched, I watched the kind of the drama go down Matt with the, the announcement or whatever. And I kind of got involved with some questions or whatever, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if that caused any harm or not. I'm sorry if it did. Um, So I watched it all go down. I've been apologized
2: to a lot by people (laughs) that are in, in our fan club or that I know personally. And they're like, I'm sorry. You want me to show? Do you wish? I'm just like, look. I can't. I mean, no yeah. apology. I do not. I would not re- accept an apology from somebody. To you can get yourself as much trouble as you want, but I, or you can destroy somebody on Twitter if you want. I don't care. Right. I don't take responsibility for for what you say. Yeah, I, don't, and, I and I'm. I do accept that it will reflect on me to some degree. Yeah. So okay. I can. I accept that. I wouldn't infringe on you. I wouldn't ask you not to do it. Even. Yeah. If I, I thought think it was I really was bad. But consider how much stress and anxiety you're putting on yourself. I don't think it's worth it. So I tell people I I wouldn't do that if I were you, but don't worry about me. I definitely was up late with with my... yeah,
1: my notifications going off or whatever.
2: That's right. But no, I was just I was
1: good. arguing with with an idea or or just a mode of being. Like, if you really want change, like why why wouldn't you try to speak to groups outside of yours? It just doesn't make any sense to me. But I I, I get it. Some people are definitely, actually working definitely. from within their wounds. They're actually working. Mm-hmm. They're actually identifying as wounded victims. And I don't, I really don't think those people are strong enough to speak to groups outside of their own. I think yeah, they mostly probably need to I stay hate. in their safe space and, and, yeah, and heal. Yeah. But hold on. Uh, so so then you ask me to moderate a panel for the conference. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'm like, what's it on? And you're like, masculinity. And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> so, so sure enough, you know, there are some keyboard warriors out there who tweet about it and say, you know, just so you know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. They're doing a panel on masculinity. And, you know, I get tagged in this thing. So I I tweet back, you know, hey, I'm compiling questions for the panel. If you have any topics you'd like discussed, I'd love to hear them. Because I don't want to, I really like, this is like you handing me a grenade. It's like, it's not something that I want to do. Um, to put myself up on the chopping block and get things wrong or whatever. No, and, but at the same time, none of these people are going to be at the conference anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But I'm like, that's hey. The, that's
2: it, the thing about the conference. Let me say that, and, and you finish your thought there. But this is what I think is so hilarious about much of this stuff. It's all like, oh, this conference is big. Okay, there's thousands of people listening to this right now. Right. And the normal Bad Christian episodes, tens of thousands of people are listening. Yeah, thanks for We're highlighting gonna go that. We're going to go to a conference, which is a <laughs> tiny party of 200 people. That That's it. It's right. the It's the smallest thing that right. we've ever done. It's much smaller than a we, a Tuesday episode Yeah, it's and you're killing tiniest, your tiniest littlest thing that some people are going to uh, get together and talk. It's just it's absurd to I think that's a big yeah,
1: deal. Yeah, so I so anyways, that's why I reached out and I was like, listen, if if you guys think that, that there's a topic that that should be discussed, you know, please let me know and 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 I I'd, I'd love to present it. And then the guy who's like, you know, making all these um I don't count vengeful tweets about you mm-hmm. guys. Goes, ask them to address the quote unquote serious allegations against Bad Christian Pod (laughs) and their community. And so I'm like, serious allegations? What serious allegations? That's hilarious. And uh, because I'm thinking like sexual harassment, I'm thinking like something terrible. And he links me to a blog entitled, um, and this is the hit piece we were talking about. The blog entitled, Bad Christians Not So Secret Misogyny is where the rot of hashtag Church2 thrives. Mm hmm in this blog someone had taken screenshots of the BC Club um yeah. which is an unmoderated Facebook group for supporters of your podcast so if they, they and by
2: unmoderated can I qualify the unmoderated yeah. it's literally unmoderated yeah like it uh there's been three times when things got so out of hand over there just because there's a thousand people and it. it's the size of a high school so you can imagine people get to fighting sometimes They're right just people and so we've had three threads where it got nasty and then after three or four hundred comments we paused the comments but we didn't take the post down or tell anybody they shouldn't have said anything there's never been an admonishment of any kind, of anybody. It's one of our principles, really. I mean, we just say, no matter what, this group is what you guys are going to make of it. We don't participate in the group very often. I mean, right. it, it gets hundreds of comments a day, I don't even see most of them most, any of them most days. Right. Um, and it is it is literally an unmoderated thing, like a just some, I don't know what's unmoderated. Right, and matter, somehow this, forum or something, but.
1: this blogger had gotten pictures or screenshots of people kind of responding to the criticism mm-hmm. of Bad Christian Pod and, and, some of these people had said some really terrible things, like calling mm-hmm. calling one of the girls a c word, and uh, and uh, and then so she, t- you know, the the blogger took this and kind of posted it in there and say, see how they facilitate this type of misogyny right. and bad behavior or whatever, yeah, which, yeah, 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 which you know was completely out of context because because the community itself reprimanded that guy who said that, right, right,
2: yeah, No, I mean I didn't, but again I'm not, I don't. Look at that's every your comment. On the, I don't even. I didn't even see that <laughs> but, until it was but, on the screenshots. I didn't even see it until you, the didn't blog see came it until you read the vlog.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is like, and, and this guy is like some some guy from from the Netherlands or something. And he, English is his second language, and he didn't mm-hmm. understand that that was like you know a pretty inappropriate term in English for to that use awesome for a woman So. Anyways, so this guy
2: comes out and apologizes. Well, I mean, I, I would. I mean, you know, maybe he, maybe I'm not he was trying a, to even made, get him off the hook. He yeah, just said something nasty about some. Yeah. A, an individual said something nasty about somebody that is bad to well, say. Well, and that's this is the know. part that's not. But it was just, in a private group. Or yeah, this
1: is the uncritical part of that blog or that hit piece. It's like there was no screenshots of the of all of the BC clubbers reprimanding him for using that language, and then of him apologizing afterwards for using that language and saying I'm sorry. I mean, he's a bit of a troll, I think from what i can tell but he's but you know find me
2: a group of a thousand exactly. people that have you know, trolls exactly. or dumb people or unthoughtful people in it so and then so okay. anyways this was this yeah. this
1: these were the serious allegations and my whole argument for the definition wait of, what
2: how about yeah tell me what the allegations are the that, allegations were sentence, that you guys what are the allegations you guys
1: facilitate misogyny and the rot uh of uh, where the rod of the church to movement thrives essentially is that, is that, you know, abuse of women is, um, is, is, is protected and encouraged in, Mm -hmm. in the bad Christian community, which I think is just way, way way out. of And so my
2: my whole argument, the the way I got it from most people is the allegation is that we allowed those people to say those things that that's what we're alleged to have well so we have allegations which is very weaponized so and the only only part of that
1: the only part of that hit piece that included any one of the bad christian hosts was people saying you know what's going on here what should we do and toby saying just scroll on by like don't get involved and then so that then they use that toby saying just scroll on by don't get involved to implicate him in not addressing the, the allegations or something like that like he's just trying oh, to turn a blind really? eye or yeah. something and that was like yeah. literally the only thing that you guys actually yeah, said dishonest so they were demanding uh, an apology
0: or but or how much that, but how much of all of this like you can see this so many places in culture it's just kind of becoming what it what it is like i was i was just watching like i feel like everywhere i turn i see this examples of this all over the place. I was watching a post Warriors basketball game the other day and Steve Kerr is sitting there and he's like he's like, you know, people keep asking me about Alonzo Ball and his brother. And he's he's like, I just feel like the NBA's turning into this circus where they're trying mm-hmm. to find these two guys that have all this drama connected to them and whether or not that you know, how good of basketball players are when we're here playing like NBA professional right. basketball, he's like I was talking to an ESPN reporter, and he says, it's not our choice. Our bosses are saying, you got to go over to Lithuania or wherever they're playing, and you've got to get dig up the dirt. And that becomes <laughs> yeah. what the NBA is talking about. Mm-hmm. And the people in the NBA are like, why are we talking about this? Because they're like, well, it gets views. It gets eyes. Yeah, right. And I feel yeah. like the same thing is happening with you guys right now, where it's just like some girl wants her blog to blow up, so she finds some dirt, and she blows it all up, and then half the internet believes it, and it's kind of a weird time in history when people take it as fact, they take it as true, they take it as, oh my god, these well, people are terrible. and that's
1: the thing, that's why the definition of serious allegations needs to be defined, <laughs> because if you're going to say serious allegations is, is someone name-calling...
2: Not, Wait, even from, no, not even from, not even somebody you know name calling. Some yeah, <laughs> the, the allegation is somebody I know said somebody I don't know. Somebody you, somebody that knows me said something. Yeah. Said something. That's, said the, allegation. Something. that's yeah, the serious yeah. allegation. But that's like but Matt, it Under it's it undermines. But Nate. It's, it, it,
1: it undermines, okay. it undermines actual serious allegations, which is my whole point I'm of trying course, to make yeah. here. Sure, People sure, sure. are actually abused, right? People do have serious allegations to make. It's not just mm-hmm. because somebody you know called them a name and now you're responsible for it. I think of like the, the fable of the boy who cried wolf. Yeah, if the mob crowd... It, it, you know, they has to run every
0: single day. Then the people, right? Who if actually they have to abused. run to
1: defend every fake serious allegation, the time will come when an actual serious accusation or allegation gets ignored. So this is the thing: they think they're helping victims, but they're right. hurting it with this hurting victims, hurting I agree. big time yeah. with with this with this uh, blowing things up that that are not serious into serious allegations.
0: So I was just like, "Come on!" Well, and you see this, <laughs> you see this a lot. You see, you see women coming out and writing out against. Some of these movements, you're saying, look, I think we're going too far here. Like, I get it. People have really been screwed, but we can't go on a witch hunt. And then you have you have people (laughs) from each group saying, look, I'm in this group that that that's been abused. Yeah. And I think we're mm-hmm. and I think we're going
2: too far, and that's kind right. of what I'm so, saying. Is, but those people get turned on pretty quickly. Oh, I think they Kristen do, Bell did that. Like, what do you think, Kristen Bell is yeah. a misogynist like me? Yeah. Well, my, me and Kristen Bell and who you know, and Margaret like Mark Atwood, or whatever. Margaret, but, right? Margaret Atwood is a total right. misogynist.
1: Well, the. the some feminists have hated Margaret Atwood for a long time.
2: Well, I don't even know who that is. No, uh, but Ham I'm just Maid's saying Tale? the point is Ham you're being dishonest when you think somebody like, first of all, me. If you, you could take all my words. I've just got hundreds of hours of words, and I'm fine with you listening to all of them. If you, if anybody did listen to my body of work, I'm yeah. not I have nothing to worry about at all. Uh, but especially somebody like Kristen Bell, I, how, if you're on some side of a movement and you want to attack her, then you you just you should really take a look in the mirror and the other one that i love is when people go through uh i should make this in a tweet it might work in a tweet but it's like if you are spending hours going through people's social media and twitter back years and years and years to find something bad about them what went wrong in your life to get to that point (laughs) that's what you're spending your hours on at that moment that's a sickness to me it's talking
1: about yeah that's that's like being motivated from your pain or your weakness or your or your fear or your insecurity that's not someone who's moving forward in the world with any confidence or integration it, it, yeah. that's like someone right. who's it's like Who's just. Disaster. Yeah. yeah. Who's just angry.
2: Well, we've seen like, this. If you world. think about that individual yeah. at that moment who's like, I don't know, maybe there's something bad about this person. Maybe I can find it. Maybe that'll be awesome. Yeah. And I'm going to spend my time and effort going forward. Do you think to eventually, that, just versus like anything else in the world, that's a disaster? That's a sickness. I do you think, think eventually just like your your
1: Twitter history or your, your social media history will just not matter anymore? It used to be you'd dig up dirt
0: on like a presidential candidate and they'd be just out. Uh, Donald Trump. I mean, it doesn't well, really matter at all. I mean, exactly. You, he he You know he contradicted himself thousands of times in previous tweets. Right. And every single day. You know the one side retweets everything that contradicts him. It don't matter anymore. Yeah. It's already right. there. I think we're 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 in a place where it's kind of scary. Is and there I a think, positive thing about that I think, comes from that? Well, I think what I want to sit talk about a little bit here to kind of is just how even fourth, fifth, sixth parties removed. Like you guys, like Aaron Lumsford got blasted as like. The, the guy who started Bad Christian
2: Podcast Apparently yeah. And like He's like he's I don't like, know where that came There must be It must be somewhere he's like, Somehow He's a guy he, yeah, yeah, Everyone's saying he, he
1: represents he, he represents Bad
0: Christian And I'm like yeah, No he doesn't He's like texting me he, He's like texting me I'm driving for Uber Right now Trying to Trying to make money For my family And I'm getting blasted As like the CEO Of some big <laughs> podcast
2: like, He's been on the podcast I'll admit
0: that Well sure <laughs> He's sure. been on before But could you yeah. imagine Just but. being a guy, you're you're sitting at a stop waiting to pick up someone from Uber. You go on your Twitter feed and you're getting blasted like you're you know like you're the CEO of a company that has a PR nightmare. Yeah. And yeah. I just think it's it's crazy. It's like it's like what's his face quits H and M. He's sponsored by H and M. He has nothing to do with the corporation. He has nothing to do with anything. He has to quit being sponsored because they took a photo of a little kid with a controversial. Yeah. I just think that that's the problem. Is now it's like, oh man, I gotta quit my sponsors. You you would have to quit the world. You would have to leave it
2: <laughs> because ahead.
0: at some point something that's coming back to you is going to be offensive to somebody
2: somewhere. Where I mean, it's just it's getting ridiculous. It's, it's it's funny, right? That to me is funny and sometimes bad. But if you just think about that and then extend it and. Farther down the road, it could become really actually treacherous. Like, like, okay, yeah, definitely. uh, Matt Damon can't get a movie role. Okay. Well, can he work at Burger King or maybe eventually not that? And eventually, then what? And maybe you should be actually tortured for a few minutes if you say something. (laughs) I don't know. Like, where does that go? Like, what? It's like Colin Colin Kaepernick, you know,
0: he can't, you know, there's terrible quarterbacks out there throwing balls and he's better than a lot of them. Right. And he, and, they and that's because, and that's because of the the
1: fundamentalism on the right
2: that 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 is equally as bad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's just like if the, what I always want to say to people is: Is there okay? You, maybe I think you've gone too far. Okay, maybe you disagree. Maybe you think this is how far you should go, but. Please tell me what would be too far. Just yeah. name something that would be too far that you will then turn and start criticizing the people that go farther. Just tell me where that line is. Right. Will it be when people are not allowed to work ever again if they've ever made one mistake? Then will you say, no, that's too far? Will it be when you, you know, criminalize every form of speech you don't like? Then right. when people start doing that, then will you say, oh, actually, that's too far? Right. Will it be when you start killing people that you don't like? At least then? I mean, like, just, I don't care what your line is, but just. Of course, we'll agree at some point, right? Like yeah, maybe we're yeah. splitting hairs right here on this spectrum. But when is it that you, or is it just no matter what, as long as it's as long as it's fuck those people, it doesn't matter how far we go, right? Because right. that, that just, obviously that is how genocide, and that's and how the tyranny worst things that ever you know, happen like that. So
0: I was talking to a friend the other day, and this could be a little bit off topic, but I think it I think it relates. But he, we were talking about this, and he says, you know, someone could write a piece today about how they could trust in Jesus more. Because today, you know, anyone who works for a church staff has to be sort of identical in terms of personality. But the fact that Jesus uh, had uh, Judas type figures in his cabinet—people that he knew were going to turn against him—lends credibility to him as a human because he he was sort of beyond this association game that we play as human beings. But he kept these murderous Mm -hmm. treacherous in his party, even though it didn't matter to him that. He would be associated with those characters. What what mattered right. to him more was that he actually broke through to those individuals, versus what the PR would come from being associated with these people. Right, and right. I thought, man, that is a damn good argument. Like, I can't like that's true. Like a church today would, Judas would be fired immediately. <laughs> Get him out of here. He's gonna bring down the whole church. Get him out of here. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. it didn't matter. It's Jesus. the first time I've heard like a, a nice a, like a defense case for Judas, but it, yeah. <laughs> poor poor Judas. Oh, I would say Judas <laughs> was the first disciple to get it. He was the first to go back to the church, throw the money at him, and say, take this shit. I don't want it. If anything, I think Judas was the the guy that felt guilty right away. He right. knew what he did. Versus the other mm-hmm. guys were slowly denying him for yeah. years. That's I, true. I, I guess. So what do you saying, what are you talk, or, or, say, for, for, talking talking about weeks.
1: is a is a term that, that John Hate Uh, has used a lot is heterodoxy um, Mm -hmm. and he's started this heterodox academy which is which is getting a bunch of professors on board from a variety of different campuses to try to make sure that there's a balance of um, ideas so, uh, you know, everyone's talking about, uh, exactly w- we need diversity, diversity of, of, of culture, diversity of ethnicity, of people groups, but there's no diversity of, of thought on these campuses. A lot of times, um, uh, kind of all roads lead to one and, and, and people are, are, you know, the majority is, is everybody sort of agrees. And if you don't agree, mm-hmm. you're kind of ousted or, or, you know, you live on the fringe. And so his whole heterodox Academy is about making sure that there are multiple different, uh, uh, ideas and um, that there is actual not just diversity of people, but diversity of thought. And uh, mm-hmm. and and I think that's kind of pointed to what you were talking about, Nate, is that without that, you really can't have um, you are really going to get it wrong because not making everybody coercing everybody into one ideology is just always going to be disastrous. You need balance. You need the, yeah, always. you need yeah, the liberal people the going out. Either. And, and opening the borders, and you need the conservative people scrutinizing those who cross. It just, that's what makes us a strong society. And when you do away with one group, you just get these extremes that that end up, like, like I think you were saying. Oh, that, that's, a, that's a, a good point.
2: Yeah. If you just let any group have their way, it would res, result in massive disaster, no? Right. Exactly. You but need I mean, balance. No other, it's, it's, I don't care what group you're talking about. It's the For yin being,
1: and yang that Nate and I keep right. talking about. So the order and chaos, you know, the, the conservatives live more on the order side and the, um, the uh, The progressives live more on the chaos side, which is more uh, open, yeah, yeah, open yeah. to new experience and creativity and et cetera. No borders. It's kind of like whatever you want. And then but if you live over there, it just it will become all chaos. And you don't want that. Right. You know, you well, need a structure that this for week. society.
0: I thought about this week when I was thinking of, you know, even though I've kind of. You know, when I was listening to your podcast last week about penis substitutionary atonement and these ideas, I was thinking that, you know, I don't Penis use substitutionary ins- atonement? Penis substitutionary. <laughs> Penal. Penal. <laughs> and, uh, and I was thinking about how often it is easy for me because I feel like I've left that arena a little bit and I'm wandering around kind of seeing what else is out there. Um, it's easy for me to look back at that arena and go, those guys are idiots. Those guys are idiots, and I think to myself, you know, I gotta use more inclusionary inclusionary language just like um, the author of The Shack did. We're like, look, this is my heritage. This is what I grew out of. I grew up yeah. in a Southern Baptist Church. I can't hate on those people. like they're there, They're doing their best. They don't mm-hmm. they might not know where they are. They might not know that they're stuck in uh, a black and white type of thinking. but but if I rail on them from the outside, Instead of trying to walk into that space and have a conversation and be inclusive, it's not gonna it's not gonna do any good for anybody, right? Yeah. Right.
2: Correct. So, and I, but I it's feel so hard that, that I have that. Um that view is one I'm trying to adopt. Um, but and I, I mean it genuinely that the person that wrote that blog or the ladies that didn't want to come to the conference in the first place, I have a what i think to be a pretty charitable view of them i don't wish them harm and i think that i like them and probably would get along with them i don't think they share that but that's okay i think they're misguided i think they're wrong about some stuff but i mean of course i'm wrong about some stuff too so i want to give the most charitable view of those of those types of thinking or actions because i think at Worst, some people are just slightly misguided, so they, that's fine. Now, like that's not that's not something to, to dislike somebody over, or hate them over, or try to attack them over, at all. Uh, but I think the deeper you go into that mentality, I think it can be really corrosive or dangerous. But but it's a spectrum of how people are involved in it. Some people are like, oh, I'm, this makes sense to me right now, and they, they maybe they'll come out of it. I don't know. Yeah. And then, but the wor- the worrisome part is they have all these. Tactics and the a, basically, anytime somebody starts sounding like a script, like you can s- guess what yep. they're going to say next. Yeah. About uh, something, you know, that you think about fundamentalists on the right. What's what is the sure? What is the 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 rope the. Roper, the Westboro about to say, oh, right. all these people burn Wrath in hell of because God. of the, you, Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's a script. I mean, it's not original thought. And then on this other side, it's, as soon as people start talking about enacting emotional labor and that racism can only be this and that. And these the you know. Violence, and, uh, speech is violence. Yeah. Or, 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 or you're or, being dismissed. Any comments you make, they say is dismissive. Fun, you know, th- these types of things. There is no objectivity like, oh, okay. because you're white. Right. So th- this <laughs> sounds like a script. And so that's a whole that's a whole system basically yeah. that exists that people fall into but I don't I'm not I don't think the individuals are necessarily bad people but this system is gaining a well, lot I of have this, traction I wonder and if I, I had this
0: white go ahead Nate I said I was I was I'm wondering if historically if you can look at any major oppressive regime that went on a terror and just mm-hmm. if it all started with this type of thinking. If I it think all, it did. I, I do think oh, that. Oh, do
1: the research. Yes, absolutely yeah. it happened. You look at look at Russia in 1917 and right. see what happened for the next 30 years. I mean it was this total overthrow of the oppressive wealthy class right. of people who are who are seen as only having their wealth because um, they were motivated by power, and they only maintain that power by uh, oppressing people. And um, by and so
2: anything to take them down is good. Therefore. Right,
1: anything to take them down is yeah. good, and there's no right. way that you could be you could be getting it wrong because the only lens through which you look at a hierarchy or a dominant hierarchy is is the lens through which uh, there are oppressors and victims. And so what they did was they killed all the wealthy, successful, competent. Intelligent farmers off, and then like 30 million people starve to death. That was just like one small portion of of w- the way that ideology went. And when you don't leave anything else, any other room for uh, a hierarchy to to be built, if it's only about mm. power and dominance and oppression you really divide the world into good and evil and good is the victim mm-hmm. and evil is anybody who's not the victim and it's just not a nuanced view it doesn't take into account any level of competence or intelligence or grit or self-determination that anybody in any group and you, know, you can show it's been represented that that you can be the most competent person in in a in a room and succeed and be any color, any gender, any sex, whatever. It has happened, and it continues to happen. So to say that it's only power and oppression and dominance, it, it totally takes out the competence well, piece, silly, and then it makes but, yeah. and then it makes victim pe- victims completely victim. Like they they have no being
2: victims. They have exactly
1: they have no choice, they have no responsibility. Everybody wants to talk about rights and no responsibility. They have no Mm -hmm. responsibility to better their lives because it's all them. It's they, it's the other, it's the oppressor. And I just don't think that ideology is helpful. Now I do understand that there's there are hierarchies of power that are supported by systems of mm-hmm. that were set up in in Jim Crow and white supremacy and, and the fact that we had we had slaves in this country and integrating them into the populace has been wrought with bad ideas from bad guys and or just even people who, who don't you know don't see the whole picture and that's that's got a lot of systemic problems. but to say that the only reason for that is white supremacy like the only reason, For any hierarchy in America is white male white supremacy. I think it's just really. I mean, and I'm a white guy defending you know myself obviously, but like I just think it's really narrow narrow narrow-minded and it doesn't take into account all the nuances of the individual. Yeah. So that's my. I think the thing
2: that's really crazy about it is that that makes me the most nervous. And I like to be optimistic and think this will it'll this thing will make itself look silly and it'll self-correct. But if you look at any movement. And I, this is an activist movement, and I think activism is great. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being an activist, but um, activist movements can do bad things, too. But let's just take any activist movement where people have are well-intentioned. Let's say Occupy Wall Street. Uh, I don't know. What, whatever. But you can say. Tea Party. <laughs> oh, or any, really anything, yeah. Teapot, tons of right wing stuff is that way. Is right. this way? So it, it makes sense that it can happen anywhere. But when you have a well intentioned movement that some people are confused. Okay, how about ISIS? That's a good one. What does ISIS do? It's an evil ideology that's trying to. I don't know. That's my my view at least. But they recruit people that are harmed and weak. Looking for something strong to be a part of and do right. activism. I suppose they see, it, see that as activism, and they bring in weak people who should be pitied. They're not right. the worst people in the world. They're marginalized, harmed individuals that right. get recruited to ISIS. They're given a mission and a and purpose, and then go give the mission yeah. and go do the the bidding. Yeah. Um, so what a group like ISIS or or an, an activist uh, ideology uh, could be right wing militia. Could be Antifa. It could just be any role. You have people there. Once something is, it has like no roadblocks or is effective or has impunity. Like this movement is pretty much has impunity, and their tactics are working really well, um, for the most part. Right now, that makes me really nervous. Yeah, Yeah, right now. I mean, they've got a good thing going as far as efficacy, but uh, that is only going to attract. Actually, truly malevolent people. If you if you are yeah. there to overthrow power and cause harm and be a actual, if you were a psychopathic bad person, this is a great place for you to go. And it's going to attract harmful people that are malevolent. Right. I don't think any of the people we're talking about today are that at all. I don't right. have that view of them. My worry is for, you know, well, the I'm, movement I, to do things. I think it's like less it's see, less dangerous to be. Kind of I, I'm, I'm less worried about you know. I'm less worried about bad mul- people.
1: I'm less worried about malevolent people. I'm more worried about weak people, who have the mm-hmm. now have the power of the group and yeah. have the you know, and are out there on Twitter just like trying to ruin people's lives way out of context. You know, cause but it'll attract weakness. the
2: people like in the Occupy Wall Street that were well intentioned, <laughs> and now that you've got people with Molotov cocktails that are anarchist that say, "Yeah, we're Occupy Wall Street. Watch this." Burn down a building Right, right <laughs> That Those are bad people Attracted to a, a well-intentioned Yeah, movement. yeah It's kind of like if Co-opted It, it,
0: it kind of feels It kind of feels like Just like a herd of animals Running away from something bad Right And then some other mm-hmm. animals Just kind of run away Because it's easier To kind of get Get with these people And then we can get Where we need to go There's some clingers on There's some people You know what <laughs> I mean yeah, there, right. There's some people right. That are kind of out there For their own Their own agenda Attached to a good agenda I guess Yeah and they yeah. can and it can be a de- mix.
2: You can be both, can't you? I mean, can't, you can be kind yeah, of opportunistic yeah. with good intentions. I mean, that's there ev- that describes be, most people.
0: There could be Wall Street bankers joining the one one percent movement and and yelling and but they're kind of de- they're kind of looking out for themselves still, trying to figure out some way to capitalize on the movement, <laughs> even right. though they're in it. You know, there's people who do that all the time. They they there there is no pure movement. There is no pure group of people that are even or unbiased. In, right. Yeah. yeah. So of course, you, you, yeah. But I, I can see it. You have this marginalized group. You're a young person. You don't really feel marginalized yourself. So you sort of identify with this marginalized group, and you sort of talk on, on behalf of them. But in the reality, in the real world, you've done nothing to help. You've done nothing to uh, put the burden on your you own You talk shoulders. about rights
1: with no responsibility. You don't take any responsibility for yourself or for the people around you. You just get on Twitter and and retweet and virtue signal and be an asshole. And I just, mm-hmm. like, I have no respect. Those people are the weakest people to me. I have no respect for them. So I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, like, yeah. di- diametrically opposed to people who are like this now. And I might have yeah. been... I might have been one of these people.
2: <laughs> that's six, okay. You can come in and out six of these months, things. I used six to be more ago. fundamentalist Christian myself, so it's okay. <laughs> but I think, <laughs> but I not, think it, it didn't make me a bad person then and a good person. Then. That's not how that works. That's but I, well, ideas I got caught up in, yeah,
1: I got caught up in this ideology. I mean, I, yep. you know, I t- to some extent, I think there's some really valuable stuff about understanding the, 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 lives of people who are less fortunate than you, and I, and I learn a lot, you know. Um, you know, we just got done with MLK Day and you see both sides, right and left, claiming MLK as this lauded hero of of their values. And it's like, it's not that simple, you know, like MLK was, he, he was hated and he was a minority and, and he wasn't this groupthink person that just went along with what everyone else said or even led that type of thing. I mean, he changed... Mm-hmm the the discourse and he changed the landscape um from a minority position so like the concept that you just go along with everything that everyone's saying it's just so rooted in fear because you don't want to be called out you don't want to be doxxed and you don't want to lose your job and so you just shut up and don't argue and, and 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 don't don't even bring up a position that's that's you know two ticks to the left of or right of what what the fundamentalists are saying um because you could be it's it's dangerous and so but, i think it does yeah. attract weak people because they're willing to go along with this and not call it out. And so that, that's right. why I'm like, I I have to call it out. I'm just going to well, be an
2: animal in danger think... in a herd. You want to be near that middle of that herd. Exactly. And if all the animals exactly. move to one side or the other, you're just going to choose a side and then try to get in the middle of the group. So when the lions come, you'll be safe. Well, you know? right. that's exactly, so that's exactly just, what
0: I'm That's done. just we, humans. We see that in nature. You know, a shark goes after a school of fish. They ball together. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. they, they do their, they do their right. best to just ball together. That's, and then, that's <laughs> right. and uh, But I, what I think what I think I'm seeing here is that anybody who actually makes a difference, they bear some of the burden in some way. Like this guy, he wants to make a difference in the KKK movement. He's got to endure some crazy, uncomfortable situations. Martin Luther King put himself in some crazy uncomfortable situations bear the burden feel the pain himself you can't ra- you can't rail on the outside of the city walls and expect anything to change you can't get right. on Twitter and say hey I'm gonna use Twitter as a place for me just to communicate and then say but no I don't want to communicate on a podcast yeah it's like, this well, one
1: yeah. This, this one guy was just retweeting every response so I, I was replying to his responses and he would retweet my response out of context <laughs> and then have a and, and then have a comment above the retweet so you couldn't even follow a thread it was just everything out of context just totally fractured and he would take you know issue and then he would retweet the same comment i had multiple times with multiple different comments in retweets and then i click on his thing and he's some white dude and he has Mm -hmm. and he's like a social justice warrior and he has like a paypal tip jar like tip me for doing my my good social justice work on paypal i'm like you this is the least critical thinker in the history of the world Acting like he's actually doing something good, right? And, and, it's, and just, it's such from a said. position of sacrifice. There, there's no sacrifice. There's there. no he's sacrifice. All, it's all gain for him. It's yeah. not. Right. Sacrifice. He's like, oh yeah, it's tip me. Like, look
2: at I'm helping. MLK. Yeah, Jesus would be probably the best example of that. You know, like right. it, it's not going to go good for you to do the right thing. That's right. not. That's they don't usually line up exactly. Like, yeah, your blog may get bigger and all that, but I don't know. At some your, point, your at, at some point, PayPal or whatever. But at some point, your
0: ideas. You ha- have to cause you to suffer in some way. If your ideas don't ever cause you any suffering, then it's it's all bullshit. You then know, you're on
2: some bandwagon. You know, yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's all
0: bullshit. So as I think you're just peop- riding
2: something. The yeah. people
0: that history remembers endured some suffering, and the people oh, that history sure. doesn't remember didn't do any didn't do any suffering. And I think that's the big part of all this is that you have these people who are who are who are kind of on the herd. They're kind of connected. They but they but when it comes down to it, like. If They're going to stick it, their neck out for what they acti- believe? Yeah. If I'm actually a, a you know a female lesbian who doesn't like Christianity, I might have to get on a podcast with a bunch of Christian white dudes and tell my story. It might hurt me a little bit, but but that is going to impact people way more by just allowing your voice out there in a, in, in a space that everyone might hate you. And then all of a sudden they end that podcast and they go, damn, she had some really good points. She's been hurt, and or I'm you could just
1: it. virtue signal online and get likes and feel good about yourself. You don't or have you, to do. Or you could of just,
0: that. or you could just never have the conversation, and the world continues. Right. The two sides were on. But Nate, it,
2: I know their counterargument to that, and it is reasonable. So I want to give everybody credit for their reasonable arguments. But I'll tell you where I think that they make a miscalculation is I think I understand even the notion of emotional labor there. Like that doesn't mean they have to do that. That doesn't mean they're no, willing no, to. And no. maybe they did 10 other podcasts and don't want to do this one, and it's taxing. And it's hard because you have to start at zero, and you're scared, or maybe they're going to attack you. Sure. That's, all, that's all true. So if— there's no it's not incumbent on anybody to do anything and you don't know what they've already done up to this point yeah 100 percent agree from that point uh i think a logical error that they make uh that is often made is the one where and here's an analogy for it you guys know seth and melanie yeah um, they've been on your podcast and they do marriage podcasts and stuff like that they actually really did have a terrible marriage uh, uh eight years ago 10 years ago and i was you know privy to the details. It even had domestic abuse where Melanie beat up Seth, gave him a black eye, kicked him in the balls, a bunch of nasty stuff. It's
1: impossible. You can't call that domestic abuse because uh, the power hierarchy is is male.
2: And this is a good (laughs) illustration for this. This is on an individual level versus a group level, but this is true. So she grew up with a really, really strong dad who was unmoved and just Epic kind of thing. Then she gets married to a guy who is a screw up to some degree because it's Seth. I mean, it's just whatever, right? And so they're struggling through these early years of marriage and Melanie thinks everything is Seth's fault. And this is all in her words, I'm just citing it back right now that they've moved on and are in actually a really good place. But if she has to pinpoint it, she was so upset with Seth about everything. He was so bad and she deserved better and this wasn't fair. And he hurt her all the time from her view. She felt hurt, dismissed, not understood unloved. But she was, looking back on it, kind of a bratty. She didn't understand. So she thought that Seth was so big and so strong and so powerful and just denying her being good to her. That was her point of view. She was 19. She didn't know any better. And that's fine. Hmm. And she thought he's so strong and powerful and the man and knows what to do, like my dad, I suppose, is what she thought, that nothing I could even do to him would even hurt him. It's not even right. capable. I'm not even capable of hurting him. I'm just a weak little nothing. And and so if I say mean things back to him, that's nothing compared to that look he gave me. If I right. say the mean, if I cuss him out, that's just a drop in the bucket. It can't hurt him. He's a strong, tough man. Right. Um, if I To the point where she actually was trying to hurt him, punched him, kicked him, all of these things. And now when she reflects on it, she goes, I, I didn't realize I was even capable of harming him. And that was horrible. She didn't realize that. She didn't realize that she was in power. She did have power. He doesn't know what he's doing, and he wasn't trying to be a bad – it wasn't – it was a misperception on her part. And so I think that's just simply a miscalculation people make when they enact some of these types of tactics. You know, And I think it's just a mistake that they will probably grow out of. It's just a logical error. It's not a bad person. I don't think they're bad people. And that's the thing that they do that's – Tough Is they say It's not your ideas You're just a bad person And that's We want to attack you As a person And I, I'm not interested In doing that about Them or anybody I argue with Sure like, On any side I don't, I don't I'm not looking To attack their character Or say they're bad people Right know? That's not I'm not interested in doing I that. want to call people weak though. <laughs> well, that, because you can that say weakness, weak is a descriptive term. Like, that is a weak like that said, is weak. Like but, you yeah. said
1: with Melanie, like she felt weak and she thought he was strong and she thought he right. was impermeable or an in, indomitable mm-hmm. and didn't know that she could actually hurt him and right. because in her weakness she did hurt him. And so that's yeah, the thing: is weak badly. people are dangerous. You have to know that you're that's strong. Right. You have to integrate. The weak as, animal
2: lashes out. Right? Exactly, I mean, you, it's understandable. You don't want to crush the weak animal. We feel bad for that animal. Right. And I'm not trying to be condescending. I'm just saying right. I understand yeah, marginalized, yeah. broken people lashing out and trying to cause harm. I would too. Right, but and now, I hope yeah. that I hope we can yeah. do better than. But that. But used to be used to be they
1: they they had to overcome. Their wounds enough to put themselves together, go out into the world, and speak their truth. And now they can just hide behind their keyboard and yeah. spread, well, this, yeah. spread this spread this sort of weak right. ideology that ends up doing major harm. Coaching to people. other people
2: into well, thinking know, that they're weak and therefore should cause harm to others. That's right, the part. Exactly. That's what ISIS yeah. does. For, you know, what he, I mean, that's that's yeah. their tactic. Yeah. This reminds
0: me. This this reminds. I, I keep bringing everything back to your last podcast because, hey, I, hopefully, some of the there's some cross listenership there, but it kind of reminds me of. Like what he said at the end, he said the last person who, <laughs> if hell does exist, the last person to convert back, if, if, if there's a chance in the afterlife, will be a religious person. Um, and I thought that was a really great point, that the last person to go into heaven is going to be a religious person. It's not going to be an atheist, you know what I mean? Right. Because, because the way our minds work, and I think sometimes I argue with my Christian friends when they've been so indoctrinated in this one specific arena, I say, I I constantly tell them like, look, Jesus is constantly trying to get people out of the religious mindset, and it's and it, 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 to make a really bad analogy, it's kind of like on the Chappelle Show. I don't know if you guys ever watched the Chappelle Show, but they have that that guy Clayton Bigsby that he plays the the black white supremacist, oh, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the yeah,
1: black KKK guy, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just this idea that we are all that person, and it's the level of which you realize how religious you are. How, you know what I mean? Like, like people go, oh man, well, the Pharisees in the Bible, they're not like me. I'm like, no, 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 no. We are all that guy. We are all the guy saying that we, we we're the guy challenging Jesus. Religious or not, we think we're right and, ex-
1: and, ex- and exclusively right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, 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 but we always tend to think, oh no, we're, we are on the inside questioning the, the atheists. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> in that story. Right now, somebody is presenting something about this religious system saying, well, maybe Christ didn't die on the cross for our sins the way we think it, and we go, oh no, how dare you say that? You know what I mean? We have the the knee-jerk reaction because our ideas are being challenged, and I keep trying to say, like, it's a. Am- I guess it's just, the older I get, it's amazing that people actually believe in Jesus because he's constantly challenging that system. He's constantly bringing up ideas that, that that make people uncomfortable. And yet, somehow, this conservative mindset ad- adopts this very kind of liberal mentality, right? Mm-hmm. I just. Amen, to me, brother. I, I always go, <laughs> How do people believe in Jesus? He's not, he is <laughs> he's completely outside of that box. So, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is on Twitter, all these things, all these movements, if you're not going internal to ask yourself how much of that is in yourself, well then, good luck. Like, right? Good. I mean, good people know formation. deep
2: down. I think. I think people know deep down because, obviously, in the long term, all history is full uh. of just powerful people, and they're all bad people. I mean, they're, they're one in the same to some degree. And but nobody, you know, and they get revered and stuff like that. But no real movement is is. I mean, there's nobody that worships Genghis Khan or anything. Like, <laughs> we <you laughs> we know do know I mean? not. Powerful. I, mean, or, I don't know. In he, Mongolia, they might. Who knows? But Gandhi and Jesus, and these people actually, I mean, you know deep down what the difference in those are. Right. <laughs> you know, it's not right. like you just yeah. pick somebody yeah. that is awesome and then worship them. It's not like that. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it, I think that's pretty Yeah. kind of obvious. Right, that everybody's well, kind of bad, you know, and it's, I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, it's, no, it's obvious, true. but it's... It's still. Something. Oh, I don't know. How about this? I'm not sure if anybody. I don't even know. Like I, I'm. I'm h- hardly able to even say people are bad people. That's what I don't like about the uh, character assassination part of the movement or of any movement. Is I. It's They're hard just bad idea to look at. There's bad ideas and there's people and people are on a scale. So maybe Genghis Khan is the worst person. Maybe right. Hitler's the worst person. But I'm not so sure that my point of view wouldn't say that even the worst person is not a bad person. I think you're just a strong person with a bad idea. That, yeah right that's another way to look at it but that's pretty dangerous
1: that's pretty dangerous but so is a weak a weak person with a bad idea especially nowadays yeah. when when weak people have uh voices yeah okay well um we're so we should probably wrap it up we're at about an hour and a half yeah I think. yeah yeah right um, yeah, on uh BC Con next weekend those tickets are yep. sold out so Oh, yeah. Screw everyone in Nashville. You don't get to go.
2: I, it could have been to maybe 2,000, 20,000 if we booked an arena. I don't know. But we sold out <laughs> in one day. We had 200 tickets, but we sold out in a day. So and then there's I'm, a, there's I'm happy about that. But
1: a, There's a concert, too, right, at Rocket Town in Nashville? Yes.
2: Is, is Yeah, there's a concert that night, uh, Saturday 27th, and there's tickets available. That's, it's selling pretty well. We moved it from a small room to a bigger room to a bigger room. Oh. Um, so that's great. Who's playing? Emory, As Cities Burn, King's Kaleidoscope, and Derek Miner. Nice. And uh, it's at Rocket Town in Nashville in the 27th. And that's it. And then uh, Emory's going down to Florida with As City's Burn. So those shows would be great and too. And Matt,
0: you have to play acoustic show, McDonald Classic no, Crime. No. He declined. I declined. I declined, <laughs> yeah. but classic I didn't. Classic
2: Crime and Sherwood declined yeah. for the radio. I didn't
1: decline. I didn't even know. Masculinity. Well, so, panel, somebody else in
2: your band declined for you. <laughs> okay.
0: That's fine. That's fine. If it was Dan would always decline. He would love to
1: decline. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, well, uh, badchristiancon.com would be tickets to that show. If, if there's tickets available in Nashville uh, on January 27th, that should be pretty fun. Um, also, mm-hmm. was it? Badchristianmedia.com if you want to check out the podcast and follow them on uh, iTunes. You should know who they are by now. It's easy to
2: find Bad Christian. It was, uh, you know, when we got that name and bought the domain, um, it was... Uh, It's basically a fact that there's no two-word domains left. Really? Yeah. And so when somebody said the name Bad Christian, when we came up with that idea... It was like, well, there's no way the domain's available, but of course it was, because nobody wants. I mean, it was just such a d- <laughs> dumb... You know, it's like, it, that. that's why I knew the name was good, when I was like, are you serious? Like, nobody's even got the bad Christian domain, like, yeah. that's not even in use, and every two-word domain is gone. It's like, that is such a taboo-y vibe, and yeah. I was like, I know we're in the right... Anyway, did you, you scoop can't... Up? You'll, you'll find us if you if you, you think you, bad Christian. Did Google, you scoop yeah, you yeah, up
1: right. uh, bad Jew and bad Muslim while you were at it? Nope. Bad not
2: Buddhist? Gonna touch
0: that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> bad Jew. They may still stuff. be. Yeah, you gotta go page worldwide, page
0: baby. <laughs> yeah. That probably is, by... is in use. I would imagine. Yeah. Don't feed the trolls. Was even taken. Come on. <sighs> yeah.
1: It's terrible. terrible.
0: What the hell. What the hell? Well, I, well, we will, we will be the MCs of this uh, show if you want us to, because it sounds like you got so many trolls hanging on to this conference. You need someone to break <laughs> up the ice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, Absolutely. But no. Uh, but our, so we're gonna be at. This is the first time I've heard. I want to hear it from the horse's mouth. We're. Don't be the Trolls is on this thing, on this show.
2: You, What's the deal? I got you penciled in. You want to do a live podcast, you can't. You don't have to. <laughs> we thought we'd have Lunsford on. I mean, if you on, don't feel safe, then, then no. We'd, I
0: were, heard we'd, on Twitter, so I wanted to make sure it was true.
1: I don't feel safe, but that's why I'm doing it. I'm, we're, I think we should, have, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> we should have Lunsford on to talk about... Um, you know, being blocked and being being a troll and get get into his we'll mindset. I think it'd be yeah. Interesting. That's true. That's
0: good. So we're yeah. since it'll it'll be the theme. Don't be the trolls. We'll bring on someone who's the, been trolled. No, the troll. Like he's the. Bad no, guy. he's a troll. Oh, he's right. a troll. Yeah. Well, he was yeah. saying he was
2: getting trolled. Oh, uh, well, I mean when trolls he, get trolled. They get trolled. Hater's yeah. gonna hate. You know, gonna hate. Trolls gonna get trolled. <laughs> gonna get trolled. <laughs> 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 that's fine. know, you, you know that. Yeah. So maybe we'll talk to him. This is
0: getting complicated. All right. Well, cool. We'll do it. I'm just going to say good. that now.
1: All right. Well, that about wraps it up for this week. Thanks for listening to Don't Feed the Trolls. Don't email the trolls at gmail.com if you want to send us a message. Tell us how wrong we are. Um, or just tweet us or whatever. Do what you do. Until next week.
0: Send us some Bitcoin.
1: Send us some Bitcoin. <laughs> do y'all take
2: Bitcoin? Yeah. We do now. Uh, I might have to get a wallet. Here. <laughs>
0: You ever change?
1: People gonna say what they say